welcome into For the Love of Fit. As always, I am Danny. And I am Jake. And hey, thank you for tuning in. Tonight promises to be a very fun-filled episode. Tonight, we talk about fitness devices. All the devices you see on infomercials that promise you the body of a Greek god or goddess, do they work? Why? So, that should be a good topic. But uh, before we get started with that, let's do what we do best and talk up the people we love. That's right. And I'm going to get started with Gorilla Gains. That's gorilla-gains with a Z dot com. You can follow them on Instagram at gorillagains15. They are an apparel company that you can wear comfortably in and out of the gym. In fact, I um, I'm almost every day I'm wearing something Gorilla Gains related. And um, it's really good, high-quality, comfortable clothing. They also make great equipment. <laughs> Fitness equipment, hey! hey. But they, they, they make great lifting equipment. We're not talking about uh, you know gizmos and gadgets. We're talking about elbow sleeves, knee sleeves, belts, the prong belts, as well as the lever belts. If you're one of those sweet power lifting type folks that likes to do your quick release after, your, after you hit your PR, for the third time that week on the same lift, bunch of weirdos. Um, <laughs> use the discount. <laughs> use the discount code Jake15 to save you 15% on your entire order. My next shout out would be to Royalty Nutrition. That's royaltynutrition.com. They are a veteran owned and operated supplement company that doesn't automatically go to the cheapest ingredient when they're making their formulas for their supplements. And the reason why is because the owner of the company wants you to have the cleanest supplement possible to meet your, um, well, your your supplemental needs. Use the discount code 37HAKE to save you 15% on that entire order as well. Um, while we're getting going too, I'll talk about the FitOps Foundation a little bit. Without the FitOps Foundation, Danny and I would have never met because he lives far away from me. And uh, he lives in a place where I'd never go on purpose. So, <laughs> you know, it, it would hurt if it wasn't true. It would hurt if it wasn't true. Um, but, okay. Yeah. No, I was going to say FitOps is a, a place for when you finish your service to the nation, uh, your military service to the nation, or you have a bunch of leave saved up before you run off somewhere, that it. That, that they not only help you become a personal trainer, but you become a highly qualified personal trainer and earn the title of Certified Veteran Fitness Operative. But let's just say fitness doesn't work out for you. That's totally fine because you are also learning skills that help you cope with civilian life that you're really not learning anywhere else. Because, uh, I don't know, when I was going through uh, our exit program, it was like, here's how you write a resume bring it back tomorrow and I was like no and they're like good enough and that was <laughs> so FitOps really helped me out with that yeah. and um, yeah man I can't I can't speak highly enough about it yep fantastic program. if you're looking for a great not for profit to donate to it's fitops.org backslash donate yep. give them money Yep, and uh, one thing actually we don't we don't touch on enough I don't think uh, FitOps is 100% free what, like what, what, as, as soon as I tell people about it, as soon as I tell other vets about it, about how you're, they're putting you up for three weeks, feeding you all this nutritious food, teaching you all these things, world-class speakers coming in, they think there's no way in hell I could ever afford this. No. FitOps is 100% free 
to the participants that go. Uh, rolling off of that, Blake's Health and Fitness. We're in business. Need a personalized training plan? Definitely uh, reach out or want some cool swag? Uh, head on over to blakeshealthandfitness.com. Uh, whatever you buy, use the uh, discount code for the love of fit, no spaces, to save you some money. And then uh, in this intro, uh, this definitely needs to be said. It is always a sad day when you lose one of your own. And uh, our FitOps class, the one that Jake, FitOps class four, the one that Jake and I met in, we lost one of our own not too long ago. Uh, Ryan Rojas. He was a fantastic guy. He was in my squad. Awesome guy. <laughs> he was one of those funny guys. <laughs> uh, he always had knew when we were stressed out about studying for our uh, PT exams and everything like that he always knew how to lighten the mood just uh, the nicest guy you'll ever meet he was an army medic uh, a couple years older than me um, and uh, he passed away uh, a few days ago and uh, just uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, go out to his family I, this must be a very very hard time for him Yeah, I, uh, so I, I never really had, um, I never really had like a, uh, a, a real relationship with him. Um, just because, uh, you know, you guys were in different platoons and I didn't really, as much as I, I really tried to take the, I, I really tried to take the time and talk to everybody that I could just because I knew how, um, really stressed everybody is in that situation. Yeah. But every interaction I ever had with this with this gentleman was always uh, it was calming to me, kind of thing. Because he, uh, it's he, you could you could tell he was you could tell he was a, a medic because he had some great bedside manner. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I know this is a, a heavy loss. Um, I had I had people uh, hitting me up and trying to. Uh, see what was going on and what I knew and why but man like I fit ops, this, fit, fit ops really sticks together uh, we, that, that's how the, that's how we found out the, the classes for sure do yes, um, yes they do um, I, I wish that um, I, I really hope that his his family can find some peace mm-hmm. in all of that because um you know, we we haven't really been able to confirm what happened, but with the way things are looking, it's the way that I I lost a lot of my friends, yeah. um, and uh, I don't want to put that out there, but um, I, I am going to say just on it, um, guys, as as crazy as this world is, and how how COVID made our mental processes, it is essential. To keep in touch with each other and you know when you are like I, I personally I go through real weird mental dumps and um, I, I reach out um, to people I know and trust because um, it helps I mean it may take me a while because I'm a stubborn ass <laughs> but um, remember your 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 brethren that you served with and the 
people that you, you've met otherwise throughout uh, the military community and through different events and organizations or even, you know, at the store that you've met that are veterans that have even remotely similar experiences to you, mm-hmm. they will, I'm not going to speak for them, but more than likely they'll gladly pick up the phone and talk to you. Um, so do that shit. <laughs> There's a, I, I think it's been about two years now. Uh, we lost uh, one of the uh, one of the Marines he, that I served with. We were recruits together, and he uh, we got out at the same time. Hadn't really seen him since boot camp, but we were friends on Facebook, and uh, same thing. He passed away. Uh, he he took his own life, but uh, he too was always that very happy individual, happy-go-lucky, never think they had a problem in their life. Um, and Ryan Rojas was the exact same way. So one thing that that definitely tells me, check on your happy friends. Yep. Just because they're the happy-go-lucky guy, they're the ones that are always first to help their other friends sometimes people focus on other people's problems because they don't want to address theirs correct that is a very real thing and that happens all the time Um, so check on your happy friends Uh, there's all sorts of Facebook groups even keep in mind this isn't just for military this is just our experience even if you're non-military non-veteran civilian what have you if you don't have anyone to talk to there are all sorts of Facebook groups and uh, honestly like hotlines and things like that that will gladly listen to whatever you have to say even if you just want to talk there's always another option yep so alright well alright so, well, good good well, good 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 good, good. <laughs> alright well hey uh, fitness yeah um, I've right. done a fitness once or twice yeah I've done a fitness before uh, so tonight we're talking about fitness devices, and we're pretty excited about it. So let's uh, let's get to it. When we say fitness devices, we're not saying the cool little contraptions you see at the uh, at the gym. We're talking about the things that generally you'll find in your sporting goods stores and um, infomercials, for the most part. The things that kind of promise you the world. Honestly, um, everyone's seen these. Uh, then again, since Netflix and all this stuff is out these days, I don't really watch mm. TV, so I don't see a whole lot of infomercials anymore. Um, but we're going over all the things that you've, or the most common ones, or some of the things that we were actually ourselves genuinely interested in. Uh, so your oxygen deprivation masks, your muscle electrostimulators, waist trainers slash sauna suits, uh, all sorts of the heart rate monitors that you see everywhere, um, your, um, I renew slash endeavor slash power balance bands, Ugh, stupid things, <laughs> and then your your Theraguns. So those th- some things we're touching on. Um, so do you just want to go in that certain order? Or? Let's roll, baby. That's roll. easy. All right. So the thing we're gonna start with, uh, I think we should start off strong. This is the one that I had the most interest in: oxygen deprivation masks. Mm. Now. I, I, my first exposure to these, I've never, I've never tinkered with one. But one of the when we were at FitOps, uh, Doctor Prisk was up and he was he was giving his um, his class, 
and he broke down all of the science behind this thing, and I feel so bad that I don't remember the science behind it because this mm-hmm. was what four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. But I remember the overall baseline is they're pointless. Yep. Yep. Um. Now. Now, so but before we go, let's, let's yep. explain who Doctor Victor Prisk is. Doctor yep. Victor, Victor Prisk is a uh, surgeon, and um, he is also an IFBB pro. He's mm-hmm. a he's a IFBB judge. He um, he's a professional dancer, and he was a collegiate level gymnast. Yep. So he's been in and out of um, fitness his entire life his entire career he's an orthopedic um, surgeon right yes orthopedic surgeon yep he's he actually uh, uh, okay his last big surgery that he uh, advertised he did uh, do you know who seth ferrosi is i think i've heard the name he was an amazing bodybuilder back in the day but he uh, reattached his tricep for him Ooh. or yeah that's a big one but anyway so dr prisk we're not just throwing a name out there yep. to say a name knows what the hell he's talking about. He he does. Pretty much, it, not trying to put him on uh, a pedestal or anything like that, but when he says something fitness-related, you you can generally take that to the bank. Yep. He, he knows his stuff. So, and again, like we said, uh, we've said multiple times in this podcast, we try to give you all of the most solid information we can. So, because I couldn't remember the science behind what Dr. Prisk was saying... Uh, we decided to do our own research on this. Okay, so oxygen deprivation mask. Now, first off, for those who might not know, it is a mask before the COVID mandate came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mask that is specifically designed to restrict your breathing, um, and it, a lot of them are adjustable uh, to restrict your breathing. And the concept and the, and the thoughts behind it, it increases your oxygen efficiency. So you can do more with less oxygen. So in the, in practicality, um, run a mile with using without it won't be become harder to breathe, mm-hmm. for lack of a better phrase, for lack of a better sure. example. Um, now, this is also known as hypoxic training. Keep in mind. Don't know why that matters. I don't know why I threw that out there, but you know. Look at, look at this guy. Using his big words. <laughs> uh, well, I do own a dictionary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so first off, and these have been the the uh, a fad for a while. Like I remember one of my first exposures to him was the movie Creed. You see Michael B. Jordan used one of them before he starts training with Rocky because Rocky don't put up with no shit. Um, <laughs> even Rocky knew these things were bullshit. So, here's here's the thing. The kind of tra- this training in itself actually is a thing, just not the way that it's done. If you go to places like Colorado, at places with high elevation where the air is actually thinner, then and you train there, yes, you will have increased oxygen efficiency. Because the certain gases in your lungs are being released, and it actually is training your body a certain way. That Biologically, that's how it works. They're trying to replicate that same thing with these masks. But unfortunately, 
That is not what happens. All, literally, all this does is restrict your breathing. Like one of the best examples that I read. Um, <laughs> no inappropriate jokes to this. Try mm. honestly breathing through a gar breathing through a garden hose while you're exercising. Like that. That's kind of what you're doing. Honestly, you're literally just restricting your airway while you're doing already a challenging exercise. Mm -hmm. um, now, don't get me wrong. This is not 100% useless. Um, some of the studies that I was reading up on, it can have some possible positives. Um, it can have um, your, excuse me, your inspiratory muscles, so uh, the muscles that do control your breathing, it can train those to be a little bit more efficient. And certain people with uh, lung conditions, um, like asthma and things along those lines, it can help them to have more efficient breathing. So that is always a plus. Um, I have, uh, I believe I've read, read some stories about some doctors prescribing those kind of things to people with certain lung conditions. But at the same time, for the average Joes, the average endurance athletes, I can't think for a second why a strength athlete would do this while lifting. Um, it's just stupid to me. Um, it, it's 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 not going to have any effect. Not you're really. Not hear, you're not going to hear me argue. I'm... No. <laughs> like, oh gosh, I always. I mean, I'm sure you're in the same boat. We always have to remind our our guys, our athletes, to breathe. Always mm -hmm. control your breathing during your reps. Especially if it's a heart, like you're always going to be trying to push to muscle failure. How can we expect our guys to push to muscle failure when you can barely breathe? Right. How are we expecting you to control your breathing when you can barely breathe? It baffles me. These devices, they're again, they're not 100% useless, but they're not the really they're not really needed. They, the way that they are portrayed is that they are the greatest gift mm -hmm. to someone trying to increase their lung capacity or mm -hmm. their red blood cell count. Um, you'll see a lot of young endurance athletes will get tricked into them because oh, yeah. they're trying to they're trying to be bigger, faster, stronger, and um, they're not getting bigger, faster, stronger. They're really screwing themselves. Yep. Um, and you are going to find that a lot. And, you're, and keep in mind, with any of the devices that we go over tonight, we always encourage you to do your own research. Of course. You are always... The reason that we're doing these devices is because they're controversial. You're going to look and the first thing you might do is say Danny and Jake are full of shit because these people... Look at these testimonials. These people swear by these. Yeah. yeah I mean, people are going to. Some people swear that they work. A lot of, a lot of these... Like, don't get me wrong... Even this oxygen deprivation mask, it, like I just said, it can increase your uh, your lung capacity a bit. But overall, it's not all that useful for the average person. These devices, a lot of it is a mental game. Mm -hmm. A lot of it, which you're going to, as soon as we get into certain items on this list, you're going to find a lot of that. A lot of it's just in your head. But overall, the oxygen deprivation mask, the theory is interesting, but if you really want to increase your um, cardiovascular endurance slash, well, cardiovascular endurance, you, you know, you, you can do that anywhere, uh, your um, 
lung capacity for this kind of thing, train somewhere in high elevation. That's the best way to do it. It's the smartest way to do it. There is nothing that I am aware of that can replicate that in a non in, in, in a normal altitude, if that makes sense. Uh, there's nothing I'm aware of that can replicate that. Certainly not a $300 mask. Yeah, if you... <sighs> so, really, there are things that you can do other than, you know, sprinting yourself to death. Like, I live in Arizona, and not in the part of Arizona where I'm above sea level. So, my oxygen content is I have more of it than you. More than likely, suck it. <laughs> um, so when I move, when I go to higher elevation places, it's actually slightly harder for me to breathe. So if I'm going to increase my lung capacity, I have to learn how to breathe and focus on my breathing. There are there are different breathing techniques that you can use, and there are um, there's I mean on, other than just straight up hit style more cardio. You can do that too. Don't, uh, please don't get roped into thinking that uh, you have to do certain things. Uh, you have to, you have to buy these masks. You have to use them. Um, there is, a, there are ways to train your body, and and unless you're an Olympic athlete, you really don't need to either. I do believe though that everyone should take time. And really get to learn how they breathe and fix what needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Sure. One of the, whenever I'm taking on a new client who doesn't have any aggressive training experience, um, and I'm sure it's probably the same case for you, probably most trainers, honestly, one of the hardest things to teach someone is how they should be breathing during an exercise. Mm -hmm. Because they've been doing the practice, doesn't make perfect, it makes permanent. They've been doing something a certain way their entire life, and now you're telling them 30 or 40 years into their life, you're breathing wrong. You need to breathe this way while you're doing this aggressive movement. Mm -hmm. So teaching them to do something new while under stress, it's difficult, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of reminders. It really does. Mm -hmm. um, breathing really shouldn't be... Um... It really shouldn't be as difficult as it is. Um, no, it should. I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say this like I'm some sort of breathing master, because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not the I'm not the oxygen authority. Well, I mean, but, uh, I, have been <laughs> I have been breathing for thirty years, so well, yeah, I'm, I'm just I've saying. Been, I've been breathing for quite a long time <laughs> now. But you know, I was a, I was a smoker for a lot of years too. Mm -hmm. Um, so my lung capacity is diminished from that. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm obviously leaps and bounds better than what I used to be, but for sure it could be better. Um, it's from permanent damage. But, um, what was, so, I, oh man, what was, so the Hulk movie with Ed Norton, Edward Norton. Yep. You know what I'm talking Hulk. about? Incredible Hulk. In my opinion, he was the best Hulk. So, do you ever see where he was sitting with that dude and he was breathing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that that's uh, which Gracie is that? That's Gracie. one of the. Yes, that's one of the Gracie brothers. 
Oh, I have no idea. That, that like, mastered, like, the Gracie family, they're all pretty much the greatest uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu players to ever exist. Oh. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, he was... So, Edward Norton went to Brazil and learned breathing control from one of these wizards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh... <clears throat> but... It, <clears throat> Yeah, that was an interesting think, scene. Yes, because you're looking at it and going, what the what the hell is going on? Yeah. <clears throat> but like Juggling his diaphragm in and out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and he's not doing anything. He's really not doing anything crazy. No. He's learning how to breathe and learning how to control his lungs. And I'm not saying everyone needs to go down to Brazil and train with the Gracies, but I'm saying that it, it'd be something worth looking into and really... Learning how to, how your body works and how to work your diaphragm and really being in control of your breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was um, when I was wrestling in high school, um, not only was my cardio fantastic, but I had to learn how to, in tense situations, um, breathe because. <coughs> Um, there's times when you're wrestling a cat that's just smoking you cardiovascular wise mm-hmm. and the only way that you're going to do it is you find a way to remain calm and control your breath and figure out what the next move is yep. or your next series of moves and I did all of that without a deprivation mask <laughs> yeah well Based on my research, a mask wouldn't have helped you anyways. No. No, it wouldn't have. I th- actually think back in the day, uh, those masks, the, the first time I ever saw one was actually um, during a wrestling season. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. Just, just think, like, you know, how you do old man stuff and you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they first surfaced, like, in... 2009, 2010, something like that. It's been a while. Mm-mm. It's before that, because I, I graduated in 2006. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. so it's been a long while. Yep, and I get the theory behind it. I get why mm-hmm. they should work, yeah. but they don't. They can't. <laughs> I don't know if there's a way other than like a, a airtight sealed room where they can stimulate or they can simulate um high altitudes which i suppose they could i'm sp- i'm sure the technology is there oh that exists those yeah. uh your chamber rooms mhm yeah mm-hmm. i'm i'm sure that's there and if you train in there then yeah altitude training is freaking solid i'm sure that your uh, distance runners marathon runners do that stuff all the time all that's awesome for you um but this will not simulate that Mm-mm. uh the yeah. idea of training in the air thinning environments Boost production of the red blood cells, which will increase just overall athletic performance, which is also, you know, that kind of ties into blood doping a little bit. Don't blood dope. It's bad for you. Lance Armstrong. Look up up the Lance Armstrong documentary about how he cheated the world. Still one of my heroes. I don't think he did anything wrong. What? I, I said what I said. He was blood doping for years and he lied about it. Yeah, I don't think he did anything wrong, though. It was against the rules. Listen, in bodybuilding, uh-huh. ste- you're not supposed to do steroids. Uh-huh. 
guess what everybody's doing? Does that make it right? Listen, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it makes me makes it right or wrong. Uh-huh. I'm saying if I'm competing in a sport mm-hmm. and they're like and they're like don't do this, but then everyone that I'm competing against is doing that thing they're not supposed to do. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that too. Not not mm-hmm. making it not making it necessarily morally correct, but mm-hmm. if I'm going to compete to my best, yeah. how am I going to compete to my? It's like. Uh, it's like me running a short distance race against a horse. Yeah. The horse is going to fuck me up every time. Mm-hmm. Unless I get horse legs. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And Yeah, and I can understand that. Like, uh, if I was firmly against uh, steroid use, then obviously I probably would not go into the bodybuilding world knowing what you just said. That even though it's against the rules, people do it just because I will more than likely get my ass kicked. Right. The same thing. I just, uh, it just, it, the situation does not sit right with I, me. I can, I can see where it irks you. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not discrediting you for the irking. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I still, like, I still don't think he did anything technically wrong. Mm-hmm. Because all those were blood doping. And he was just the guy that got caught. True. And he true, got caught. True, true. Because he was better than everybody else. You got to think about it. Most of, if not all of those athletes are enhanced to that level, right? One would think, yeah. One, I mean, just based on life. And he was just better than everybody. Yeah. So, tough shit, man. Yeah. Like, get, get better. <laughs> for those who don't know, the movie that we're talking about, uh, it, I saw it a few years ago on Netflix, I believe. The Lambs, the, or The Lambs. Armstrong something. You remember? No. Okay. Just, uh, look up uh, Lance Armstrong documentary. It started out being a documentary about just about his rise and everything like that. But then sure enough, in the middle of it, he came out. Or it came out that he was blood doping, which for those who don't know, is pretty much just withdrawing some of your own blood, waiting a little while, and then putting it back in. Um <laughs> Which will, for more red blood cells, because your body can only produce so many at a time, and it will increase cardiovascular endurance. Yeah, it increases your muscle, and, mu- muscle, your muscle your endurance, muscles. period. <laughs> yeah. Dim dang, dim dare our muscles. Uh, it came out that Armstrong was doing that, and shit kind of hit the fan for him. But, mm-hmm. but that's neither here nor there. All right. All right, so that was our oxygen deprivation mask, and... You know what? Let's uh, let's change gears a little bit here and uh, go towards something that uh, that we like more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's 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 talk about something good. The massage guns. So, you you may have seen there's been a huge uptick in massage guns. Personally, I have a Theragun. I got it as a gift, and I use it all the time. Not just on me, but on my wife. She loves that damn thing. And the, the reason why they uh, rose to prominence is because it's an easy way to give yourself a massage or even a deep tissue massage at home or at the gym or wherever you're at. The, <laughs> they, they're amazing. They, they work. Um, 
I can't speak for any of the other brands, but um, my Theragun came with a, a bunch of different heads and attachments to get into uh, harder spots and uh, deep into the muscle. I've talked to multiple massage, th massage therapists, and they've said that they're great if you know how to use them. And I, I mean, if you can afford one, I would suggest getting one, honestly. How much do they run? Uh, well, see, it, if you're going to get one, you want to, you know, invest. Like, yeah. the, right now, the, the top of the line Theragun is about 600 bucks. Sometimes you need to go see a massage therapist, because I'll never, right. I am, when I was in the throes of my bodybuilding consistently all the time, there was just about nothing better than going and getting a real life deep tissue massage. Mm. Um, but this is great for um, getting knots and things out of your legs. And if you have uh, somebody at home that can help you out and help you get your stuff out of your back and then up in the your rear, rear delt area. But yeah, man, I, you can work your own chest and your, your shoulders and your arms, your forearms and your quads real easy and your calves. Mm -hmm. oh. I think I would probably use one for calves more than anything, honestly. Mm -hmm. I I suffer from the tight calves, which uh, in the long run affects my knees, which is not fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a whole chain down there. Oh, yeah. Kind of got to keep it good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, the I, these are amazing i can't talk about them enough i think everyone should have one mm -hmm. kind of like uh when color televisions first came out you had to have it i think everyone should, <laughs> i think every i think everyone should have one of these fair enough yeah i've uh I, my experience with personally i hate being massaged i hate it uh so, <laughs> so i haven't messed with so the idea of buying something that would allow me to massage myself I still don't know how I feel about it, but um, uh, I, I tinkered with one a little while ago. I was having issues with my knee, um, which uh, my uh, a friend of mine brought it out. She's like, "Oh, try this," and I told her like, "Oh, I'm having I'm having I'm having knee pains. I'm not about to grind this thing on on the bone." Right. Why, why would I do that? Um, but no, tinkered with it with my calves and my uh, uh, lower thighs, and it was definitely. It, it definitely got deep. It definitely really got into the meat and potatoes of the pains I was having. So it, mm -hmm. I've, I've been looking at investing in one. Well, let's see. All right, sound the horn. Sound the horn. So here comes a tangent. <laughs> um, so the first time I ever got a massage was in 29 Palms at one of the um, Korean establishments that's uh, near the base. <laughs> and... Um, oh shit! I I proceeded to get the like, okay. Imagine I know what you got. No, 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 no. Imagine a just a a picture perfect Asian grandma. <laughs> okay. 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 You feeling me? You picking yeah. up what I'm putting down? Yeah. All right. So. 
you know, we go in. I'm in my room. The other guys are in theirs. And this is like, this massage is great. I'm 18. You know, we're getting ready to deploy. And, you know, I've never had a massage. I'm from the Midwest. And oh, this is great. So she, you know, she flips me over and we lay on my back. She's working on my chest. She works my legs. And then she takes the towel off of my member and then taps it. Just taps the top of the head. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> and, like, ma- like makes the noise. Tap, tap, tap. And, and, she, goes, and she goes, you know, you want? <laughs> and I was like, no. And she was like, are you sure? <laughs> you know, and, I, you know, and part of me is like, I feel bad for denying this lady. But <laughs> I, I was like, absolutely, no, no, absolutely not. And ever since then, I've actually had a really weird relationship with uh, massage therapists. <laughs> just, just because uh, <laughs> some, some elderly grandma lady was like, you want me to jerk this? <laughs> it kind of ruined uh, <laughs> massage for me. But... Um, I have I have been back and the I have to like I have to know the massage therapist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. like going to str- I don't like going to strangers. That I don't think I'll ever go to a stranger again. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, no, honestly, as far as massage therapists go, I've had some uh, some not so good experiences too. Like every now and again, uh, when I was in Arizona, I was working out all the time and my back was just tight. Um, I didn't have the money to go to one of the high-end places, so I went to one of the just kind of average-looking places. And the lady straight up told me, like, was asking what I was wanting them, told her I was having a lot of tension in my back. And she's like, oh, well, I don't really do deep tissue. And I'm like, well, yeah, just do what you can, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she kind of worked my back a bit and then kind of worked our uh, way down, did my calves a little bit. And then she said, do you have any specific pains anywhere? And I'm like, well, I mean, got a lot of tightness in my back. Oh, well, I already did your back. I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, not really much else I can do for you, honestly. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, I paid for an hour, left after like a half hour. It was, it, yeah, worst worst massage experience of my life. If you're going to get a massage, you know what? Screw it. Buy the Theragun. <laughs> <laughs> you have a friend, uh, a significant other, or whatever. Just do it to you. Long story short, buy a Theragun. Worth the investment. I don't see how it could be... Yeah. Keep in mind, my experience with it is limited. But I don't see how it could be bad. I've tinkered with it a little bit. It does seem to be pretty solid. Um, so, there are other brands. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I say Theragun is because it's the one that I have. Yeah, that's fair. And I love it. So... I would hope you would get something that you love too. Yep. So just like anything else, do your own research, find what works for you, and then make your dreams happen. <laughs> Fair enough. So next one, my personal favorite. Have you ever heard of the uh, the power balance bands and the Irenu bands uh, and all this crap? Uh, Okay, I'm going to give you guys a heads up. I'm probably going to get a little bit worked up on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got these things out there. Uh, they're just wristbands, like some of the brands that I'm familiar with are the iRenew, uh, Endeavor, Power Balance. And they're different bands, and they claim you, you just put this wristband on, and instantly your muscular performance is better, 
your training will be better. Your flexi my my personal favorite. Your flexibility is better. All of it's better. Uh, the, uh, the, I a lot of them claim to uh, be able to uh, manipulate the quote unquote biofield around your body and channels it positively in order to increase your training. And uh, I it's, I can't even begin to express what a load of crap this is. <laughs> like you know, I'm sure you can you can feel me starting to get slowly worked up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I I'll hit it. I'm just gonna let the spirit move through you. Oh yeah, I I cannot stand people or businesses that take advantage of other people, and this is exactly that. So <laughs> allow me to. All right, that was me stepping on my soapbox. Here Get we go. up there. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so these um, these brands they sell these bracelets and they claim to. Be able to manipulate the quote-unquote biofield around you. I think one of them used the phrase alpha waves and channels positive alpha waves or whatever. whatever. Um, and I'll, I'll be completely honest. I'll be completely transparent. I bought one of these about 10 years ago. And the reason I did, I did also, I bought the iRenew. The reason I did, it was pretty inexpensive. And uh, they came in sets of two and it was for a family member. It was for a family member who was very out of shape. And I did all my research, realized these things were a load of crap, but I figured, okay, not all people know that. And it does have, probably the only benefit of these things is that they do, they can have a positive mental influence. That's why you have all these reviews of people saying, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. It works. I'm running faster. I'm doing, I'm more flexible. I'm doing this. I'm doing that because it has that positive influence for those who do not know. So, and like, granted, people can say that I'm a hypocrite because I did buy one of those. Hey, say what you want. I did it for a family member so that this family member, hopefully, this effect would work on them and they would start trying harder. That is why that happened. Um, but no, in all reality, one of the first things I looked at when I was looking at these is the what they're made of. Like, how can this thing, and this was 10 years ago, how can this I renew? Control control all this. In uh, first thing you look at what it's made of: uh, stainless steel clasp, stainless steel irony logo, and a silicone band. Now I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure none of those ingredients is a is a recipe for controlling my biofield. Uh, the power balance one, they claim it's the little uh, holographic sticker. It says that it's like a giant PB or something like that on it is what channels it. Okay. They got the dog-ass suit out of them, didn't they? <laughs> uh, did they? It wouldn't surprise I think, me. I think so. I, I, I think I saw that Irenew did. Um, the Power Balance ones, Irenew, was it, at least it was two for 20 Power Balance. Those things were like 40. This is like, <sighs> damn. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I hope they did. Like, screw them. Um, and keep in mind, you might have an opposite opinion to me. Some people might think, hey, if, if uh, you're gonna, if people are gullible enough to buy, gullible enough to pay for this crap, let them. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? Um, you can you can think that. I have a very hard time agreeing with people in businesses that take advantage of the 
the vulnerability of others. That's just me. So here's how a lot of these uh, things advertise to get people to think this. Um, they did certain tests, and a lot of these ones did the exact same test, the muscular strength test, um, which was just, uh, I think one of the ones was, uh, oh, this guy would hold out his arm or something, and the demonstrator would try to push his arm down, and he'd be able to push it down. But then, when we put this band on your wrist, oh, I can't push it down anymore. Well, that's acting at its finest, folks. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one... It was a more of a balance-based one. Same thing, pushing the arm down while balancing on one leg. Yeah, it's such a such a load of crap. And then my personal favorite, the flexibility. Uh, so you start this person off, they do a certain stretch. They can only get so far, and they actually will make it look like, oh, I'm struggling. This is hard. And then they'll put the band on. And then they'll do the exact same stretch. He can go farther than he did before. What? That sounds that's how stretching works. No, no, no shit. Oh my, it's, it's magic. Okay, let me, let me break it down to you folks. Muscles are elastic. The way I describe it to my clients is muscles are like a rubber band. Put a rubber band in a freezer overnight. Take it out. That's what your muscles are in the morning. This is why I always stress that you always warm up. Because your muscle, you work that rubber band when it's been freezing cold all night. That's just like your muscles being cold. They're not primed. They're not warmed up. They're not ready to go. You work this rubber band too hard, it's going to snap. That's why you got to slowly start working it slower, kind of warm it up, build the friction going, and then your rubber band's ready to go. So think of your muscles as that. Your muscles are elastic. It takes a good two or three reps of any good stretch to be able to get to where your body can fully go. These people know that. These people know that the average person does not know that. So they're taking advantage of that on those infomercials and making sh and making people think that these thing these these things are freaking magic and we're selling it to you for 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, it, it, oh gosh. And one of these brands came out with doing this. A lot of them follow along. I'm really glad that we're not seeing a lot of these these days, which I think Jake's right, I imagine at least one of these businesses got the crap suit out of them. But uh, they, they, they word their advertisements very carefully. Like I was looking at the irony ones just before we started recording. Um, you may see increase in this, this, and this. You may see that. Mm -hmm. and which it pretty much is their way of saying, hey, if you just so happen to wear this while you're working out, then hey, you could get stronger. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, possibly, but we, we're not going to promise you that. Um, and then uh, they make it almost, they know that these things are loads of shit, so they make it damn near impossible for you to ever return them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, can't, I can't even stress enough how much I hate businesses like this. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad they went down, and if they didn't, haven't gone down yet, I still hope they do. Do not fall for things like this because i'm sure this is not the last that we've seen of things like this don't get me wrong if you need something like this or if you feel like i did that someone close to you needs something like this to mentally give you the encouragement to to work out harder to push yourself harder to exercise in general eat right what have you have at it because a lot of these things that we're going over tonight they are a mental game and uh, Honestly, in fitness, 
the mental game is half the battle. It it, it really is. Um, so if you need that, if you think something might need that, if you think a $40 bracelet will help you do that, hey, if that works for you, have at it. <laughs> the, the promises that they make uh, about how this is going to make you stronger, increase your balance, increase your flexibility, increase your cardiovascular endurance, that's the kind of crap that does not sit right with me because they are taking advantage of the people who actually are trying to better themselves. No. Soapbox off. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're not going to hear me, you know, even play devil's advocate here. I think those yep. things are total horseshit. Wow. Um, the the one with the holographic uh, sticker was was always hilarious to me. I mm-hmm. saw when those were I saw when those were coming out. I'm like, look at these, man. There's these things are so great. But why? Why? why, why? <laughs> yep, and. Uh, the power balance when I was watching the commercial, oh god, it made me laugh so hard. Uh, they were even saying all has to it doesn't even really have to be on your wrist. It can just be one to three inches of you. I can even put it on your head and it would do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well there's a lot of uh I got beef with I wouldn't say beef, personal beef, but there's the the companies that uh, they make everything out of copper. Okay. Why do you have beef with that? Because I look, copper is a great metal. Yep. It's a great mineral. But uh, copper's really, I don't, I don't think there's, there's no science behind copper fixing you. <laughs> and wait, like what, what, what kind of things are you talking about? Well, so they, they make these like gloves and okay. knee and elbow sleeves. They're like, oh, I can't feel my arthritis anymore. What, because they're lined with copper or something? Yeah. Like, uh... How would... The, why? Well, Brett Favre, uh, even a couple of years ago, was in was in one of these commercials for these copper elbow sleeves. And it showed him. And, yeah, and I can throw a football just like I did back in... It's copper. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing there. It's... Right. It's like a... It. Right, it's a it's a neoprene sleeve. Yeah. With some copper in it. Yeah. No, there's. And don't get me wrong, we're not metallurgists here, but we between the two of us, we do have a few IQ points. A um, couple. A couple. Not, not we're Marines, so. Mm-hmm. I think we actually share one, to be honest. Um, hey. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's a. There, there's nothing there. There's no reason that copper would help with any of this. Um, maybe they just do this because same thing feeding on people's insecurities, especially in this case, uh, possibly even, uh, the el- feed, feeding on possibly even the elderly, like you mm-hmm. said, arthritis examples, things along those lines. But Hey, if it works for you, if you honestly can't feel your arthritis pains after this, or if you swear that this is the best sleeve in the whole wide world, Hey, have at it. We're not out to hurt you or crush anyone's dreams or anything like that. But at the same time, if you're about to spend your last dollar on something so that you can uh, increase your athletic performance or uh, throw a football farther, <laughs> you know, hey, just just know that uh, what we're telling you is as true as we possibly know. Yep. Yep. But. Like I mean, and those kinds of things have been around forever. 
Mm-hmm. And, but uh, during the uh, is when they is when they first started uh, relaxing stuff on lockdowns throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Is when I saw it. Okay. But they were like they were like, and check it out. You can get the copper lined mask. <laughs> Like you know, of course, uh, uh, of course, they weren't making like health claims, but they were, no, I was gonna say I don't know. Like again, not a metallurgist, but I don't can't imagine that breathing in copper for weeks at a time would be the uh, greatest thing for you. I mean, I mean, if you're wearing the gloves, sleeves under elbows and knees, I mean, why not have a mask? With I mean, the that's that's a good point. You know what? I I hope they make a lead line one too. I mean, that, that'd be fantastic. We've recently discovered that all the things they said about lead was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so rolling into our next one, we got heart rate monitors. Now, know probably what you're thinking. Heart rate monitors? Those are bullshit? How? Well, you don't actually have a heart rate. That was a joke. You have a heart rate. <laughs> um, no, heart rate monitors... Um, the reason this is on our list is because, just like with a lot of the other um, BS devices uh, on our list tonight, there are the bad quality ones. Don't get me wrong. It is important to know your heart rate during certain cardiovascular exercises, um, but there are the crappy ones. Uh, my favorite example is the ones that you find on the treadmills. Um, I mm-hmm. was actually told uh, once that... Uh, the ones that you find on the treadmills are no better than toys. Not to be relied on, especially when you're pushing at a good pace and you actually have to slow down in order to maintain your grip. You're killing your, you're affecting your heart rate anyways. So it's not to be relied on. But you know, a lot of these heart rate monitors are absolute and total pieces of crap. This is... The reason why this needs to get hit on is because... Listen, I've been in this this fitness game for long enough now to where, let's just say I tell uh, a client, I'm like, hey, I need you to go get a lifting belt because we're, we're starting to do more crazy things and I want to teach you how to lift with a belt. And it's almost guaranteed they show up with a cheap piece of shit that provides no extra stability mm-hmm. and uh, or and really serves no purpose other than you're wearing a belt. Like one of my favorites is like the the ones that are made mostly out of plastic that have yep. uh, uh, the the Velcro. Yep. <laughs> and I go, what is that? <laughs> how many how many twenty dollars did you spend on that, chief? <laughs> like, and. And that's not, I'm not trying to dog people's uh, financial situations when I say this, but I'm saying yeah. when you are looking to do something that requires, I mean, it's going to require a, a financial investment. Um, my, so I had my belt, my, my Gaspari belt that I got from the original FinOps class. I had that for like three years. I actually gave it to my boy Paul, and he still uses it because I uh, I, I wouldn't say I upgraded, but I uh, I got a new belt. <laughs> and I was Good like, here, man. Give you a lifting belt. 
Dude, when we went to that first class, yeah. we got hooked up. Oh. And it, and it wasn't it wasn't like through FitOps. It was actually, uh, you know, Destination Dallas, the gym yeah. out there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got like a towel. We got belts. And... <laughs> I don't even think we got a towel. So we got these... Just a, a real legitimate lifting belt. Nice. And... Um, yeah, like I said, I had that for years. So when it comes to your, your heart monitor thing, you need to really take your time, look at what you're buying, read all of your reviews, good and bad, decide what best fits your budget the best way, find the one that is of really good, find a really good quality one. Um I I got I bought one with uh, our boy Will Will Jones. He was he's a part of an organization that linked up with uh, another company that was running this promotion for their heart rate monitor thing. And I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty damn great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, when I was in the uh, Marine Corps hit classes to get certified as a coach, uh, they hooked us up with some and. I can't remember the brand, but it was a two-piece. Uh, so one of them was a watch, and the other was uh, pretty much a belly band for the most part that had a monitor on it that you wore, and it was it was solid. They, they were definitely uh, they weren't cheap. I think they were mm-hmm. probably close to eighty to a hundred dollars, but they worked worked like a clock. Um, yeah, it, but uh, I, I'm not gonna. I I don't necessarily know the 100% efficacy of your smartwatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could I could see why they'd work. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know for me personally if, if that's the piece of equipment I would trust. Yes. Uh, all of the way. Especially the uh, um, they have the ones that are a little bit more Fitbit style that will like monitor your sleep and when you're like at your highest REM and lowest REM and things like that. Um Again, we're not authorities on that kind of stuff specifically, but I would say, I would go as far as to say anything that's supposed to go on your wrist to measure things like that, do your research and don't just look at other Amazon reviews or anything like that. Actually look at medical style reviews to see how accurate these things are, because I guarantee they're out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, especially when, if you're, relying on something like this um, like to monitor your cart how heavy you're working how what uh, heart rate range you're trying to be in especially if you're relying on something like that you do want something accurate so that you're not pushing yourself 30 more BPM than you're supposed to be I, I mean I, I don't think we have any brands specifically to call out to being not really shit no I don't yeah I mean and, uh, because no I, I don't think that I think this is more of a, a good than bad. Yeah. Um, anything that can really help you have a better understanding of your body mm-hmm. and how your body works, we're pro. We're, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, yeah. but I'm. if it helps you understand and helps you train better and be better, uh, be a better you, then I am for it. I think you should have all of those things. I, I, I could not agree with you more. Um, uh, honestly, I'm a big fan of having uh, um, a solid 
heart rate monitor or something like that on. Like, I like being able to... I, I don't really give two shits about what my steps are for a day, but I, I like being able to look at them every now and again. Right. Um, and I've thought about investing in the... Uh, have you seen the uh, the new... Oh, Amazon Body Halo thing that's coming out? No. It looks really interesting. It's not out yet, but apparently Amazon came up with a way to be able to monitor your body, uh, like your, uh, you put in all your basic info and it will like tell, I'm pretty sure it'll like tell you your uh, body fat percentage versus your muscle mass and they're coming out with a watch that'll help with all that stuff and and it's, it looks interesting to me. It's definitely offering a few different viewpoints that none of the others have before, but since it's the first on this line that I'm aware of, it makes me wonder how reliable it is. Okay. So... But no, right there with you, if, uh, right there with it, ah, words. Next thing you, you see often, and you see it a lot, especially on social media, um, and I'm just putting them together, uh, you got your sauna suits slash waist trainers. Um, pretty sure everyone knows what those are, for those who don't. Sauna suit, basically you're wearing a plastic bag. (laughs) Yeah, you might uh, as well just get a, a nice trash bag. Uh, yeah, just like on, uh, uh, oh shoot, what was the name of that movie? Um, with Bradley Cooper, where he's dancing. Silver Linings Playbook. You pretty much, uh, <laughs> what? I said, okay. <laughs> you never seen Silver Linings Playbook? No. Bro, it's a great movie. Um, uh, pretty much, the dude's trying to lose weight, so he's running around pretty much wearing a sweatsuit and a trash bag the entire time. It's fine. Hmm. Um, which we were both Marines. We definitely saw the, I guarantee you definitely, because I know I did, saw those Marines who would start doing hardcore hit sessions in a sauna, in a sauna suit uh, right before weigh-in day. Uh, no. You never saw that? Nope. All right. Well, I was in the air wing. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I saw that quite a bit. It was, it was funny as hell to watch. Um. And then and the same thing, waist trainers, which for women, it's like a hard, basically a corset, uh, just made out of a different material uh, for the purpose of making you, uh, giving you the hourglass shape. Um, Now, the reason these are on our list are because a lot of people swear by them. Um, which is why you see um, military personnel or just people in general uh, working out like crazy, especially intense amounts of cardio, wearing sauna suits or waist trainers, what have you. Um, but here's the thing. It really doesn't do anything except for help you get rid of some excess water, which you find again anyways, which it can be partially beneficial right before like weigh-in day because, hey, water does hold mass. Not a lot, but some. So, yes, you're going to slim down a little bit. They did a study. Um, they took a set amount of people um, and they put them through hardcore hit session. And then they put them through a hardcore hit session in a sauna suit. And the energy expenditure was actually significant. They actually put out a lot more energy while wearing the sauna suit. But on the flip side, the amount of calories burned was, like, the difference between the calories burned was very, very minimal. 
they didn't burn hardly any more extra calories wearing a sauna suit than just wearing normal workout clothes to the point where why bother? You're just putting your body into a more steady state of dehydration and making the workout a lot more hard, a lot more difficult than it needs to be. So personally, I'm against the sauna suits. I don't see the point. I think if done improperly, they can't to the untrained person, they can be a safety hazard. Um, the waist trainers, same thing. The concept is still there. Don't get me wrong, uh, ladies or gentlemen who are waist trainers, um, for those who wear them, um, they can, they'll, same thing, they'll dehydrate, de help you get rid of some of that excess water, and they give you a slim looking waist for a while until you drink water again. Then it's just going to go right back. So, hey, if you want to look good for a date or something like that or for a night, have at it but it's not a long-term fix and it's been shown that it actually can have long-term um, side effects especially the waist trainers for being as tight as they are they can have uh, negative impacts on uh, the abs they can weaken the muscles especially as tight as some people make them uh, negative impacts uh, on the muscles especially as tight as some people make them and it can just make breathing difficult which as we established when we were talking about our oxygen deprivation masks Breathing's important. <laughs> so, um, I think, so I'm not going to disagree with you on the, um, the water loss aspect. All right. Um, like I said earlier in the episode, I, I mean, I, I, I was a wrestler, so I, I, you know, I've done the trash bag thing. Um, not, not recommended. Um, but, um, I think I think you may have waist trainers a little bit too far demonized. Um, okay. Just because when I have people wear a waist trainer or when I wear a waist trainer when I'm in, at the end of a, you know, at the end of a prep. So, you know, at the end of a prep, you're really trying to pull all the water off of you that you can mm -hmm. and make things as tight as possible. Mm -hmm. Um. I think you think that people are wearing, wearing them actually at their legitimate waistline. Okay. I, I don't ever tell people to put them near their ribs. <laughs> it's it's literally um, put them around where your lower back is, you know, like where some love handle might be, and, you know, cover your belly button. Mm -hmm. Because... Yes, long term you can do you can weaken your abdominals, but and uh, if you were if you do it long long term you can actually compress your intestines. Mm -hmm. But when you wear them that low, you're you're not really constricting your breathing. You're not hurting any rib function. You're not really putting any undue uh, damage on your. Uh, your back, your lumbar, really, mm -hmm. and I, and I have done it, and I have seen these things work, um, not not for in a permanent stance. They're not a permanent solution, but they can they will they can definitely help pull that waist in. And in bodybuilding, the name of the game is a small waist. Yeah. Um, and so if 
if we can do that and pull some extra water off there and get that waist looking smaller, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Hell yeah, we're slapping one of those things on and we're sucking that water out the best we can. Um, sauna suits. I, I think if someone needed to make weight, that'd be okay, but it'd have to be in a very monitored mm-hmm. capacity. Just because, holy shit! Um, especially, especially towards the end of a prep when you're dehydrated as it is. Um, our buddy Randy. Lloyd. Yes. Yeah. Um. So my first bodybuilding show was his first bodybuilding show, uh, since his uh, uh, heroin problems and him getting clean. So it was mm-hmm. his first time competing sober. Mm-hmm. And he showed up overweight. For his uh, bodybuilding class. So he straight up didn't eat. (laughs) Already on low calories. And then he straight up. Wasn't had no water period. And I went and sat in a sauna with him for a while too. To help him kind of. Just for support. Yeah. You know I didn't. I didn't need to. But I was like I got you dude. You know. Um, Definitely temporary solutions. Mm Mm-hmm. Not permanent, yep. but um, I think personally, I think waist trainers get a bad name uh, based off of morons. Um, and by that, I mean people that wear a waist trainer consistently every mm-hmm. day, and they're like, "Yeah, this is why I'm getting skinny." Like, no, it's no. <laughs> and, excuse me, and we've all seen those people that do that and I've <laughs> I've made a note to I found a solid article that pretty much proves why they don't work long term and sent it to a few um, uh, women that I know that uh, like advertise brands of it all the time and are always trying to get people to buy them and like hey this is why this does not do what you're saying well see and that's my beef with those it works people oh yeah oh yeah with the 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 plastic wraps but oh, our, our, our but our wraps are different. They have a goo on them. Oh, so so, 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 so they're messier. So so your magic goo. Oh, that's I did look look at look at my waist. Shut up. <laughs> Shut so, up. So if you don't mind me asking, um, in your experience with uh with yourself with your athletes what have you um, do you have them? use waist trainers while you're training them or just uh, within the few days or the day of a show? That's going to depend. Okay. Um, like I said, I don't believe that it is a permanent solution to anything. Yeah. Um, sometimes people need um, a, a mental boost. I can understand that. So... It's a pretty cheap and effective way to shoot a mental boost. Mm-hmm. You can just I'm get one gonna... of the power balance bands. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, like. Uh, no, I never. I, I, oh, I just I I can't. I I I know people that are in shape year round. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've only seen people that are like selling. A type of band or type of goo that will wear them 
not in a competition. Yeah. Um, but even then, that's only sporadic for their posts or whatever they're doing. Waist trainers and sauna suits. Sauna suits. Not a permanent be, solution. Nope, not can't. a permanent. Definitely a temporary solution for significant water loss. Cannot be relied on for uh, mass amounts of weight loss over a long period of time. Waist trainers can be a temporary, hey, looking good. Uh, but long term, aggressive long term use can result in uh, bodily damage and not to mention ridiculous amounts of dehydration. Five down, one to go. Let's get to the interesting one. Oh, yeah. Actually, they've all been interesting. But this one is probably by far the most controversial that we've come across. Um, and these are the muscle electrostimulators. Um, so you'll run across these things and people that swear up and down that if you hook these electrodes up to your body and this uh, machine that pumps uh, electricity into your muscles, that uh, it'll increase your whatever you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say from personal experience, there are some that definitely help your muscles release and let go. Um, I can't speak for um, increased recovery or strength. I know that uh, the ones that I have used is they've they've helped loosen me up quite a bit. But mm-hmm. that, that machine <clears throat> was like over two thousand dollars. Jeez. Um. So the one that I've had, I've had some experiences with them. Um, one of them, it was uh, just a. <laughs> it had like three, two different probes that came off. And we were drunk in the barracks and drinking, so uh, <laughs> there were three of us. So <laughs> we put one on one guy on one end, one on the other guy on the other end, and we all held hands and turned it on just to see how <laughs> some of the weirdest ways we could pass electricity and see. Of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Those are good times. Uh, but the other one, I actually did try one of the um, the ab ones uh, that promised you a six-pack. Um, oh, and, I've seen those obnoxious things. Yeah. And I did not have, like, it didn't hurt me or anything like that, but it just didn't do anything. Um, yeah. Um, and keep in mind, uh, this is very few and far between because... So, so when it comes to these things, uh, the ab one that you were talking about, yeah. the theory behind that is you, you attach this thing to your abs and it sends these rotating shock waves through your abdominal muscles, through your core, and it causes them to tense and release and tense and release, and that's going to build your core and uh, make your abs pop and show more. Um, Which... Probably not. (laughs) It's it's interesting because the principles behind it are actually kind of sound. It does uh, contract the muscles. um, It... But it's not to the point where it's going to do that that overload where your muscles actually need to break down in order to build back up. Um, but they actually do contract the muscles and sustained contractions over long periods of time. Theoretic, or they, they can build muscle. But at the same time, no. <laughs> it, 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 just, it just doesn't work like that. Um, 
Now, there have been some studies that I found that um, where, and keep in mind, this was a, the one downside of this study was that it was small. Um, I think it was less than 20 people or something like that. And you had people that um, engaged in no abdominal exercises uh, for, I think it was maybe a month or something. And people who engaged in no abdominal exercises but used this machine, this device. Um, and in a one-month period, the people who... Uh, the biggest thing that uh, the people who used the device um, came out with was they had better posture. Their abs just felt stronger. Um, I don't believe anyone came out with a six-pack or anything like that. Um, but I also believe abdominal exercises were easier for them. So it worked to an extent. Yeah, um, I can understand because our body is, it works on electricity, mm-hmm. if whether that's something you realize or not. Yeah. Um, so the theory behind it makes a lot of sense. It does. My only issue is um, a lot of the things that you're going to buy aren't going to have the sustained level of electricity that I you're going to need mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that it's just uh, shady folks making money on people that are desperate yep I, I completely agree with you on that uh, there are different types of them so keep in mind these aren't all negative um, a lot of People recovering from certain conditions um, are a lot of times given these things to use because of, uh, for physical therapy reasons, for muscular rehab and things like that. And a lot of those offered positive results, um, which, hey, if your doctor or physical therapist tells you to use this to rebuild, to retreat or rebuild a muscle, hey, uh, they, that's probably a good idea. If you're, if you're working under the, uh, if you're working under the supervision of your medical professional. Yes. Yes. Um, keep in mind, uh, if you're ever going to invest in one of these, uh, one of the things that uh, is very important is to make sure it's FDA approved. Now, you're probably thinking the same thing that I was when I read this. Why would the FDA give two rat's asses about my electromuscle simulator? Well, a lot of the things, a lot of these off-brands are actually remarkably unsafe. Uh, some of them, uh, they don't do a good job of regulating the amount of voltages that they put out. Um, others, the adhesives are bad for the skin. Like can, some of them that I saw can actually be really bad for the skin. Um, and just all sorts of different things. But at the same time, even the ones that you do buy uh, that are FDA approved, it, the, some studies have shown... There have been some that can temporarily strengthen or tone or form, but not really any long-term effects. Um, and I'm sure you can hear in both mine and Jake's voices about how hesitant we are about saying the positives of these. We're not trying to discourage anyone from going to the gym and actually putting in the work and, and doing this instead. That's definitely not what we're saying at all. These are... I haven't seen anything that shows that the proof is there. 
that these actually right. work and nothing about what we have seen during our research shows that these are a substitute for any kind of hard work in the gym. Some studies have shown that um, after a workout during active rest, so just kind of, you know, like after a long run, like a walk or something like that, that's the definition of an active rest. Um, some of these, uh, using some of these electrostimulators during an active rest can increase per, increase uh, muscular performance, which makes sense. Uh, an active right. rest is solid enough anyways, and you're doing this during an active rest. But I would never in my freaking life put one of these little bastards on me in the middle of a workout. That's just all kinds of stupid. During an active rest, maybe, because I'm not exerting that much. You know, I've seen the people, that they'll, they'll strap them up to their biceps while they're doing curls. Okay. And, um, yeah. you know, like, never like a, let's squat. <laughs> yeah, no. But um, definitely um, something like that. I Like I said, I've never tried it. Um, no, I haven't either. I don't, I don't think that's going to be for me. <laughs> No, it's but I mean I just don't see how there's a real benefit to that honestly mm-hmm. um, I mean I may be wrong but it seems a little uh, suspicious yeah and honestly like especially like let's take a bicep day for example uh, you're already participating in a in a muscular overload to for that purpose of building muscle if you're already pushing yourself hard like you should be if you're in the gym and then you have aggressive amounts of electricity pulsating your muscle at the same time personally just me from a safety standpoint that sounds dangerous to me Mm -hmm. not i'm not saying your muscles are going to explode or anything like that but just as far as muscle giving out mid mid rep that's what I would worry about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there are also the ones, uh, and I didn't even know this was a thing until I started researching for this episode. There are full body uh, muscul- mus- muscular electrostimulator suits. Like a full body suit that has electrodes hooked up everywhere. Hmm. Um, and, oh, God. Have you seen these things? They're no. insane. Uh, look up WB-EMS. And look at the images. Like, you should see, like, a black suit with just wires everywhere. No. No thanks. No. Yeah. No. These these just... Um, honestly, physical therapy is the only reason I would think that anyone should be doing this. At all. Ever. So, this is a full body suit. Um, and there are just electrodes everywhere. And it's for the purpose of... Same thing. Uh, contracting your muscles while you're doing a full workout. Um, now, there have been some positive results during this, but there have also been several documented cases of rhombodomyelosis. Rhabdo. Rhabdomyelosis. Rhabdomyelosis. Or what's called rhabdo, which, for those who don't know, it's pretty much a medical condition um, that can actually result in permanent disability. Uh, when muscle tissue is worked too hard to the point where it releases its proteins and electrolytes into the blood. Uh, so pretty much then the kidneys have to work harder to try to pump out certain nutrients. 
and it, this the kidneys aren't meant to be doing that. So this actually is a serious condition that can kill you. Um, there, and the reason I bring this up is because during some of these um, whole body electromuscular stimulation suits during some of these tests and trials, there were several people that came out with this condition. And uh, I think Jake can tell you just as well as I do. This, if you go come down with this, there's no coming back from it. Not saying you're necessarily going to die, but you're never going to be lifting aggressively again in your life. If you're right. lifting at all. But, um, so, yeah, and I, and I, I apologize to whoever's listening. I hate to come off inconclusive with this, uh, with this, uh, device. It, there, there is some research out there that shows it can be beneficial. Honestly, if it were, and do your own research, uh, Definitely, if you do decide to purchase one, don't go cheap on it for safety because you're messing with electricity here and your body. Mm -hmm. um, I would probably only ever use one for just uh, active Phys rest, honestly, Th if that. Yeah, physical therapy. That too. Honestly, ooh, actually, yeah, that'd be really good. Physical therapy on some yeah. on sore muscles. That'd be interesting to see how that would work, if that would even help. It could, ooh, hey, maybe if you, uh, maybe if those power balance bands actually do mess with the biofield, put the power balance band on while you're doing this, and you could harness electricity. Ooh, and you could be like an X-Man. Exactly. Nice. I think, I think I might test this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if everything does what it's promised to do, it'll be a good day. <laughs> um, no, so... Yeah, the electrostimulators, they can have some some benefits. Um, I wouldn't rely on them, personally. Again, do your own research. Uh, Jake, what do you have to say about that? No, definitely do your own research. Um, just from the times I've used it, they definitely help me loosen up. Okay. I, w I wouldn't call them a permanent solution to anything. No. Um, as always, do your own research. Um, don't just... Hey, these guys on this show said this thing may cure my butt aids or whatever. Like, just yeah. no. Please yeah. take take your time and do your best to understand uh, what you're using on your body. Yep. And if a medical professional advises you to do it for a medical condition you have, do it. Um, and keep in mind, kind of like what we said earlier, when you're doing research for something like this, do not just look at the Amazon purchase reviews. Do not just look at the top reviews on Google. For something like this, for something that's affecting your body, you're going to want medical peer-reviewed journals. So things like Google, Stol Google Scholars and PubMed, that's probably where you should be looking. Uh, things where medical professionals are actually putting in their reviews and actual articles and journal entries of why these things work, as opposed to Joe Schmo down the road swearing off of it mm -hmm. every body is different all the genetics of a body are different that's that's that that's that thank you very much for tuning in tonight i hope very 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 much that you uh learned a bit about some of the uh some of the promises that companies make you when they sell certain fitness uh certain fitness equipment definitely 
proves tonight our point that we've been trying to make every episode. Do your own research. Um, because there are obviously a lot of items that we did not cover here and a lot of items that will be coming out since the publication of this episode. And yep. do, do your own research. Learn what to look for. So, all right. Well, if you have any questions or comments or anything about this episode, uh, definitely feel free to reach out to us. Our email is the number four, loveoffit at gmail.com. Our Instagram is for loveoffit. Go ahead and give us a follow. If you like this episode, definitely uh, share tell it with your friends. Yep, please tell your friends, share it with friends and family. Uh, we definitely would love to get more listeners. The only re- the reason we're doing this is because we have all this information, all this knowledge, and we are trying to share it with the people. With the people. We should be politicians because we try to share no. things with the people. No. <laughs> no, let's not do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> all right. thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you want to follow... Uh, directly, uh, go ahead and grab my Instagram at Blake's Health and Fitness or uh, email me at Blake's Health and Fitness at gmail.com. I'm always accepting new clients. You can follow me on Instagram at HateJoward. Uh, I am not accepting new clients, but I will gladly talk to you. Sounds good. All right. Well, everyone, have a fantastic day. And until next time, stay fit. Get swole.